the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. God is calling the church today, just as he called the prophets of old to serve him. God is calling forth the remnant church into a position of power to make a decision, a decision that will lead you into your next dimension of power. Your destiny awaits you. The Lord is saying, Valerie, tell my people who are called by my name, join me in the greatest conquest the world has ever known. God is calling forth his invincible soldiers on earth. He is crying out. It is his battle cry for war. God has a remnant church and he is calling you because you are part of that remnant. We're going to stop for just a moment and pray. Father, right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we just lift up your name, Father, the name that's above every situation that we face, Lord. Today, we ask you, Father, open the eyes of our understanding, Father. Oh, Father, open to us today. Give us wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Today, Father, unlock the mysteries of Christ, Lord, that we may know you today in a new way. Let us hear far beyond today what is said. Speak to us, Lord, in our inner ear. May we hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say. Today, Father, do what you do best. Use your word. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. He is calling forth the church to join him in the greatest conquest the world has ever known. God has a remnant church. He's calling you today in the midst of the pandemic, economic crisis, political and social unrest, challenges in nations across the world. The nations are calling for leadership. We need a healer. When the Romans ruled over Israel, In Jesus' time, God sent forth a healer. He sent forth the Messiah, the one called by his name. He established the church to rule over the earth with power. Now the battle is on. The Bible says the Lord is a man of war and the Lord is his name. You know, two days ago, I saw an amazing vision and I have to share it with you. It was just astounding. I was speaking to an audience, and as I was speaking to them, I saw chariots. I saw heaven's chariots lining up, and they were chariots of fire, and there was fire coming from each side 
of the chariots. And then I saw an angel of the Lord step forth and he had on a helmet like a warrior would wear and really in like Jesus day. Right. But he had on a helmet and he stepped into the chariot and the chariots I could perceive the chariots of heaven were lining up. These chariots of fire were lining up one and another and another and another. The angels were magnificently dressed as warriors and they were stepping into the chariots. I'm telling you, there is a war. Heaven is about to wage war. And as heaven is about to wage war, the Lord's prayer is highly effective. And we can see the true meaning. May it be on earth as it is in heaven. So God is calling the church to live holy as he is holy, obedient to his word to separate ourselves from the world. The king is on his way back and it is a glorious sight to be able to see into the spirit realm and see what God is doing. Remember that whatever is going on in the natural, God is always doing something in the supernatural. He is not sitting still. God is he's doing something that lines up with what's going on in the natural Have you ever met a spiritual challenge and it was clear that you had to choose? You had to choose where you're going to stand with God or the world. Everybody comes to a place in life where they must choose. Well, today is that day. God's calling the remnant church. The church that's called by his name. The children of Israel came to a place where they must choose God or the world. What will they do? Will they position themselves to reap abundance and power? Or will they choose the world? Indulge me for just a moment, if you will. In the book of Joshua, there is a historic moment that could change the destiny of all of Israel. Joshua had become the new leader after Moses' death. He led the children of Israel into the land, the promised land that God had given them. Joshua has prayed and he has served well. He's been a rugged, mighty warrior for the Lord. His days are well spent now. His time on earth is about to conclude. His earthly service for God is coming to an end. Joshua makes a strong pledge before all of Israel. The Bible says that Joshua called together the elders, the officers, the judges. So they came and they presented themselves before the Lord. Can you imagine? They had no idea. What is this great assembly about? Why is he calling us? What's about to happen? It must be something important for him to call all of us together. The atmosphere must have been completely silent. And there was just question in the mind of the people as they waited for Joshua to see what was this important announcement that he had to make. The people waited for Joshua. Can you just see this image? The mighty man of valor comes forth and he speaks. Then Joshua spoke to them and he said, the Lord God of Israel speaks to you. He says, your ancestors, including Terah, the father of Abraham, lived east of the Euphrates. They worshiped other gods. But I took your father, Abraham, from that land across the river and led him into the land of Canaan. And I gave him many descendants. I gave you land that you have not worked for. You took cities that you did not build. These are the cities where you are now living. I gave you vineyards and I gave you olive groves for food. And now they're like your own, even though you didn't even plant them. And Joshua says this. So respect the Lord serving with all of your hearts and minds. Put away forever the idols of your ancestors. Reject their gods that they worship beyond the Euphrates River and in Egypt. 
Worship the Lord alone. But you might not want to do this. You may not want to obey the Lord. Then decide today whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Joshua, the 24th chapter. Joshua could not make the people serve the Lord. He didn't have that power. Only they could choose. This was their choice. It was in their hands. They were instructed by the laws of Moses to give worship only to God and never worship or participate in idolatry. But Joshua assembles them together and boldly addresses their future because God had spoken to Joshua and told him, remember what he told Joshua? Joshua, meditate on the word day and night. Do not let it depart from out of your mouth. For if you do, you will succeed in all that you do. Joshua did according to the Lord had instructed him. And he was a successful warrior and great leader for the Lord. The same is true today for you and I. When we meditate on the word of God, we will succeed in all that we do. Pandemic, economic crisis, the shaking of the heavens and the earth. If we meditate on the word day and night, God will uphold his promise today. He's the same yesterday, today and forever. If we meditate on his word day and night and do not let it depart from out of our mouth, we will succeed in all that we do. Joshua is calling the children of Israel, separate themselves from the world and worship God alone. God wanted the children of Israel to separate themselves from the world and all forms of idolatry because they were called by his name. Today, God is making the same call to the church. Separate yourselves from the world. Why does God want us to separate from the world? He wants us to be holy as he is holy. When the wrath of God or judgment comes, the children of God will be separate and they will not be in the path of his wrath. The world says, as for me and my house, but they stop right there. They don't finish the rest of the scripture, but the world just says, as for me and my house, and there's nothing more for them to say because they aren't going to serve the Lord. They're going to live their own way. The world isn't interested in serving the Lord. The child of God goes all the way and says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. The world stops at as for me and my house. That's all they're concerned about is themselves and their house, their possessions. The people are materialistic of the world, but you are called by his name. God is calling the church to take its place of power. There is a remnant church that God is calling forth and bringing into fruition its divine purpose. God is calling the church to separate itself from the world, to walk in the place in such a great manifestation of his power in this season that will be seen as God is releasing a prophetic anointing over the church, healing, deliverance, revelation in the word of God. The church is going to rise up and do the mighty acts of God. This is the due season. It's coming forth just as it is spoken in the Bible. The disciples were given the blazing fire of the Holy Spirit and they began to do the mighty acts of God. Now the church today will receive not only the blazing fire of the Holy Spirit, but the latter rain. The church is in the due season and we will begin to do the great works that Jesus spoke about. 
Christ is coming back for his reward. The church is full of power. Jesus suffered on Calvary, but he has yet to receive his final reward. He is seated at the right hand of the father waiting to come forth and receive his bride, the church. Will he receive a church that's broken down, that's weak, that's walking in doubt and fear and resentment and anger, that's being tossed to and fro? No, no. You are called by his name. He is going to receive a church that's walking in the power of almighty God, courageous, bold, walking in holiness and obedience. This is the church that says, as for me and my house, I will serve the Lord. Right now, God is calling us. To come to him, to come to a place that when we pray, we no longer come to him to see what he can do for us. But in this due season, we go to the Lord in prayer to see what can we do for you, Lord? How best can I serve you? How can I please you? Who will you have me witness to? Who will you have me help? How shall I pray? How do I discern this in the spirit? The Lord is looking for a church that's obedient. He's looking for the one that's obedient to his word. That's obedient to the word of God. That's walking in a state of humility. Humility is power. Humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God and in due season. He shall exalt you. The early church was created in power. There was a branding upon the church, a brand of power. The disciples did not begin as great men of power. And matter of fact, after Jesus' crucifixion, they were hiding out. They were so afraid. But once they received the power of the Holy Spirit, they took off. Doing the mighty works of God, the church began to perform the miracles, the signs, and the wonders Proving the resurrection of Jesus Christ. When those disciples, those men and women began to accomplish the mighty works of God, the world knew that Jesus was exactly who he said that he was. The disciples cast out devils. They spoke with new tongues. They laid hand on the sick and they recovered. This is the work of almighty God. The disciples knew no boundaries. They believed in the power of Almighty God, and they had no limitations on God. As the coming of Christ is quickly approaching, there will be magnificent demonstrations of the power of God's glory. It will fill the church. It will fill the meeting place of the church of God together. When the people of God meet together, there will be powerful manifestations of the glory of God and the power of Jesus Christ. It will appear in every nation of this world. So God is calling his children now to fall down before him with a contrite spirit and a place of contrition, repentance, forgiveness, and love. Be holy as your Father in heaven Live is holy. Call. The Lord Every is saying, Saturday meet me at, at the altar, Central the altar time by calling of your heart. The Holy Spirit manifests itself through your prayers. The Holy Spirit, when you kneel down to pray with a contrite spirit and you submit your will to the Lord, it's the Holy Spirit that does the praying. Maybe you say, Valerie, I don't have that kind of faith. If I had the kind of faith that you have, I'd be moving mountains. But no, no, you have it already. When you gave your life over to Christ, you received supernatural faith and every child of God has it. So maybe you're thinking God can't depend on my faith. 
Well, I've got news for you. He's not trying to depend on your faith. When Jesus was asked the great question, how shall we do what you're doing? Jesus, I'm paraphrasing, if you will. He said, believe in the one that he sent. Believe wanted us to believe in him. If you believe the God-sized faith that God has placed in you will rise up. When you're praying for others, when you lay hands on the sick, God's size faith will rise up from inside of you and the sick shall recover. There's a sword in your mouth and the fire of the Holy Spirit. And when you release that faith, the God size faith and God is calling the church, take the limits off of him. Allow him to depend upon his own faith. He's not depend upon our faith. He's not depend upon anything that's human at all. God depends upon his right arm of righteousness that brings him to victory. God depends upon his own faith. He depends upon the power of the Holy Spirit that moves through the believer. That's what God counts on. He's not counting on your faith. So you don't have to be concerned about how much faith you have, whether you have a lot of faith or whether you have a little faith, that doesn't matter. All you have to do is believe in the one that he sent. And I know that you already do that. That's why you're listening to this message. But God wants to make a shift today in the way that you see him. He wants you to come to a new level of understanding and understand to do the mighty works of God. He's not counting on anything human, anything except you believing in the one that he sent. And when you believe in the one that he sent, the power of the Holy Spirit will move through you. The Holy Ghost will pray through you and the mighty works of God will be performed through you. Well, I'm telling you, it's a magnificent day for the church. God is bringing new revelation to the church and everyone that felt insignificant and unimportant in the church. When you have the understanding that you have God sized faith within you and the power of the Holy Ghost does the praying, the miracles, the signs and wonders will follow. Praise him. You are invited to join Valerie and Joan on a live conference call every Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time by calling 1-832-895-9654. That's 1-832-895-9654 each Saturday morning at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. I want to tell you something real quick. So just yesterday, I was supposed to call and pray for a young man who was dying. This is less than a little bit more than 24 hours ago. So I had a 2 p.m. appointment to pray for this young man. Well, I called and no one answered the phone. So I was told that he was at home dying with no medication. And so I said, okay, well, you know, would you make a 2 o'clock appointment? I said, absolutely. So at 2 p.m. straight up 2 o'clock. I called. There was no answer. I waited and waited. No answer. I said, okay, you know, maybe some members in the family want the prayer and maybe some don't. I'm not sure what's going on here. I said, well, Lord, if they don't call me back, I'm just going to sit right here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray from right where I am. So I began to cry out to God for this young man's life. No phone call from them. I stayed in prayer, prevailed in prayer for him. And so several hours later, last evening, I got a text message. And the person that had asked me to pray said, 
did you connect with him? I said, no. I called at 2 o'clock, but no one answered. And y'all was texting back. And then we talked, and she said, you are going to be amazed at what happened. He can no longer see clearly. He's kind of in and out. He said, but he thought that you prayed for him at 2 o'clock. He said that whoever prayed for him, he is so grateful for the prayers. He's so grateful that they got through to him. I said, well, I'll tell you what. I only got through from where I am because no one picked up the telephone. I'm telling you that when we seek God and we're walking and we understand that it's God-sized faith and we're walking in the faith and the will of the Lord, the Holy Spirit does the praying and your prayers have no boundaries and no limitations. Your prayers will go where you cannot go. Your prayers will connect when you cannot connect. Now that young man received the prayer. He could hear the prayers. He said he couldn't see the person, but he could hear the prayers. Oh, I'm telling you, God's doing a mighty work. He is showing the church how powerful and magnificent he is. You are called by his name. In these last days, it, I call it the due season. In the due season, God is doing a mighty work in the church and he's teaching his people the power of prayer. And maybe you feel insignificant, unimportant. Maybe you feel like Gideon. He said, I'm from the poorest family in all of Israel. And even my family thinks nothing of me. But God's angel went to him and called him a mighty man of valor. He was letting him know, but you're a great man. God doesn't look at who we think we are. God looks at who he made us to be. And when you gave your life to Christ, he gave you God-sized faith and he placed it inside of you. And once you realize that you don't have to depend upon your faith, God's not waiting on you to have supernatural faith. Supernatural comes from the supernatural. It comes from God. And that's a gift that he's given you. God-sized faith, faith that performs miracles, faith that can raise the dead, faith that has no boundaries and no limitations. That's how we take the limitations off of God. When we realize that the Holy Spirit from within us does the praying, he does the mighty praying and bring forth the mighty works. It's the Holy Spirit that intercedes for you when you pray. He is actually doing the praying when we yield to his spirit and allow him to pray. His prayer will be answered 100% of the time. And as his prayer goes forth, you're going to see fruition of the mighty works of God. You're going to see miracles and signs and wonders when we begin to walk in a place that says, Lord, I want to be holy as you are holy. Lord, I'm going to be obedient to your word. And then we fall down at the altar of the Lord. Because that's the meeting place, the altar of our heart. And when we fall down before the Lord and we come to a place of repentance, we have a contrite spirit. We come to a place of forgiveness. We humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. That's when he exalts you because you're called by his name. You see, the Bible says that his eyes move to and fro and he's watching the earth. He's looking for one who he can show himself strong to. When he shows himself strong through you, he does the mighty works. When the world sees the mighty works, 
They come to a place where they can believe. They'll believe in the one that he sent because that is the evidence of his coming. Oh, God is calling the remnant church to rise up and do the mighty works of God. He wants the church to separate itself from the world and get in line with what God is doing right now in the due season. Be ready for war. Be ready to have spiritual warfare to pray as God releases the host of heaven to come forth and do his will on the earth so that his will is done on earth as it is in heaven. And he's going to do that your prayers. He's going to heal the sick, deliver those that are demon possessed. You're going to cast out devils. He is going to do a new thing. You're going to speak with new tongues and the Holy Spirit is going to pray magnificent prayers through you because you are called by his name. I'm Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 5.30. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org.